Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary VGW. void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Man City Show. It's Nigel Rothband back in the chair. And a win at Burnley keeps us at the top of the Premier League. Just. But it's what's to come that we'll focus on this week uh, to discuss that and lots more. I've got three guests. Welcome to Ian Lees. Hi, Lizo. Hi, Nigel. Good to have you back. Good to have me back. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Thanks. I've only been doing it 10 years, <laughs> well, Lizo. Just, but a... Yeah. Well, you've just said you're back in the chair. So yeah, I've said that for 10 years as well. Try <laughs> yeah. and keep up. Yeah. yeah okay. Anyway, it's nice to have you back, Lizo. I think right. that is what we should be saying. But okay. I, probably the nice last time you're going to be on. <laughs> the last time, make the most of it because you're not coming back again, pal. But anyway, there we go. All right. Okay. That's my end of my tenure. Thanks, Nigel. It is. No problem. Good to well, be back, anyhow. Welcome to uh, see what smart ass comment Tony Newgrosh has got to make. Tony Newgrosh, welcome to you, Tony. Nice to see you. Thank you, Nigel. Happy Christmas. And welcome to <laughs> Spencer Debson. Hi, Spencer. Thank you, Nigel, for inviting me. Much appreciated. What a gentleman. We're going to start with you, Spencer, because you're the only sensible one on here this week. Um, listen, let, let's start at Burnley. Business as usual. Loads of possession, an early goal, foot off the gas in the second half, understandably, to kind of preserve some energy and avoid any injuries. That's it. I've done it, haven't I? That's, that's, that's our summary, isn't it? Finished, isn't it? We can move oh, on, absolutely. can't we? Absolutely. Let's move on to the, uh, the Liverpool game. Yeah. No, I mean, it was, uh, I think there was uh, the sort of, uh, we have a historic nervousness, don't we, as we approach the end of the season. Uh, and although we've got a fantastic uh, record in recent uh, seasons against Burnley, we normally not sort of four or five past them, don't we, with, with, with comfort. Um, it's not, it, the last game wasn't so uh, predictable. And it's the it's the business end of the season. Liverpool are breathing down our necks. And so I think there was a, uh, a nervousness, uh, certainly there was from my from my, my side. Um, and within five, ten minutes, uh, beautiful move, uh, fantastic cushioned assist, I must say, from Raheem Sterling and an absolute belter from KDB. And he just makes things, difficult things look very easy. 
Um, and I think that sort of helped us release a collective tension. Uh, and from then on, uh, we realised that City were playing with great fluidity. Um, they looked good. Burnley really didn't lay a finger on us almost the whole game. I don't think there was was the one Edison save right at the end. I can't recall. Mm. Um, but we really had them uh, well tamed throughout. And uh, it, it was a very routine, competent win. Uh, lovely, lovely play by Sterling. I think he's really coming back into good form. I hope he he gets uh, good run outs in the, in the coming games. But it was um, all our fears were allayed and it was uh, an excellent win and back to the top of the table. And that early goal, Tony, does make a difference, doesn't it? So it settles the nerves a bit, doesn't it? Oh, 100%, yes. Five minutes in, all good. 25 minutes gone, 2-0 up. And as you say, it was just the new typical city after that. I don't think there was the slightest doubt that we were going to win the game. The only slight downside is we didn't do more to uh, close the goal difference gap we've now got with Liverpool. But no, three points, clean sheet, no injuries. Thank you very much. I'll take that. Uh, Lizo, the, the point that Tony makes, obviously you, you go 1-0 up after five minutes, you're 2-0 up halfway through the half, and as we've already said, the history against Burnley is we have been fairly free-scoring against them in recent seasons. So slightly disappointing we didn't make more, or can you understand the fact that, look, we don't need any injuries, we want to reserve our energy, so what's to come? Yeah, I, th- I think what people have got to understand is we've still got a small squad, it's the business end of the season, um, and it's we've got a number of five games in a, in a short period of time now. So again, again, I think I, I've mentioned it before. It's player management, game management. It's all about. We've got the three points. We're still ahead of Liverpool, so we've got that um, that little bit of uh, morality above them. The big game for me is on Sunday uh, against Liverpool. To be honest with you, so yeah, happy with what's gone. We've got the three points. Before we get on to that game, let's just just briefly just recap a bit on the the Burnley game. Sterling has already been mentioned. I think he got man of the match in in, in one of the papers I read this morning. Um, Great to see him sort of back on form then, Lizo, isn't it? I mean, he's a bit of a dip in form in the middle of the season, but he, he seems to be coming back really strongly. Yeah, and I, and I think uh, Grealish has made a big difference to him as well. He played uh, within a uh, uh, game for England, and they the great partnership, and I think they've just come into their own now. So I think that's going to be a partnership well worth uh, developing. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that again um, at the next couple of games. Uh, Tony, who else stood out for you? I've oh, mentioned Sterling. Who else would you mention? I thought KDB was magnificent. He was back to his best, wasn't he? Quarterbacking the team, just spraying the ball around. He just sees passes that no one else sees, and he did it time after time on Saturday. It was such a pleasure. He did great. Gundwin, I thought, had a good game. So I think it's all set up very positively, as you say. Sterling, great to see him finally, I think, learning about end product, final ball, all good. Has it left anybody for you, um, Spencer? Well, just just a brief one on for two seconds on Gabriel Jesus. I mean, everyone knows he's a much-talked-about player. He was unlucky with that shot and the rebound just, just escaped him. But I was I was willing him to get, you know, get on the score sheet again. It's been a while, and I don't think it's for lack of effort and application on his part, but there you go. Didn't score, though, did he? Some could argue, you know, you know he's not scored again. You know, he should be putting those in. Aguero would have done it. in September, sadly, but hey. Harlan would have done it. Aguero. <laughs> You know something we don't? (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about KDB just just briefly. I I think he won the City Player of the the Month Award, which has just been announced today as well. Um, You mentioned, Tony, that he's kind of good to see him back. 
Um, he's got to be one of the best players on the planet, hasn't he? And, and, and you know, what is it? Class is permanent, form is temporary, is what they've said. And, and he's certainly, that's what it's all about with Kevin, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And he's a, he's a class act on and off the pitch, isn't he? But no, he's come, come into form just at the right time. And I think uh, we're going to need him, aren't we? He, he, as I say, he just sees things that no other player can see. And it's just a pleasure to watch him week in, week out when he plays like that. It really is. So he's going to be a huge asset over the next few weeks and this critical two-week period. So very much looking forward to it. A little bit nervous, but yeah, he's the man who I think can, can lead from the front there. I'm, I'm going to throw something at you that you, you may not be expecting, but something that just seemed to sort of cross my screen numerous times since that game was all these records that people talk about. And and I'm getting a bit sick of records because, you know, eight, number one, since the Premier League started, which is well, like four years ago or something. So there are not that many records. We go back a lot further than that. Certainly Lizo and I do. You young people, it's not quite the same for you, but we go back many centuries. So here's three records that kind of were, were sort of pinged up on my screen. One at Gundogan, the most Premier League goal scorer from a German. Yeah, what an amazing record for that to, to hit my screen. I was excited about that. And then Laporte, the most points in the Premier in Premier League history after a hundred games, he has got two hundred and fifty four points. Interestingly, Edison is second on two hundred and forty six. Gabriel Jesus make that list. I think he's fifth on that list. These are these records just keep coming one after another. And the final one, the most stupid one of all, is that the most Premier League wins as a manager after two hundred and fifty games, and Klopp leads that with one hundred and sixty. Mourinho one five eight, Ferguson one five two and Wenger 146. Pep, of course, has only managed 220 games. And that's why he doesn't make the list, because he already would top it. So, I mean, just... Re- anyway, there you go. I just I just sort of thought records. Records. Got a view on records? What's your favourite record, Lizo? Uh, the Carpenters. Um, it's the postman. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Oh, we're talking football records. I do apologise. Um, no, I, I, I love the one about Gundogan. Bearing in mind the amount of good Germans we had in the 70s over here, um, I, I just think that's a great record uh, that he's got. And obviously, Laporte, Laporte hasn't been here long anyhow, to be honest with you, so he's done a, a good job. Um, yeah, I just think the records are there to be broken. Uh, Pep's the manager to break them, so yeah, keep bringing them. Here's any any records, Spencer? Go on, Spencer, give us go on. I've, got, I've given you three. Please give me another one because that's so hey, ridiculous. Give me another one. Most, uh, most assists from a, a player in the English Premier League, it, most Champions League assists in the last half dozen seasons. There's that one. <laughs> and they just get more ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> give us a Carpenters number then, would you, Tony, please? Or I think I'd probably rather go for one of those records, I you, think, now. You don't want to hear me sing. No, I was talking about the one we've not dropped a single point from winning position this season, which I think is... A, Pretty phenomenal stat and puts us in good stead for the rest of the season. So what a record. Boys. Let us know your favourite records. Uh, Lizo's gone for the Carpenters. Uh, we've come up with a couple of football ones. Let us know your favourite favourite record. Um, is it Gundogan being German and scoring lots of goals? Is it Laporte being awesome? Um, or is it something about Pep not even in the list because he hasn't played enough games? Most ridiculous. We're going to come back shortly and we're going to talk about the important stuff, which is these amazing games coming up, both in the Champions League and the Premier League. And we'll do that straight after this break. Welcome back. Uh, Tony Newgrosh, just look forward for us, will you please? Uh, just to remind everybody, City's next four fixtures are 
Atletico Madrid, Tuesday night at home. Liverpool in the league on Sunday at home. Then next week, Atletico away in the Champions League on Wednesday. And then finally, the FA Cup semi-final at Wembley uh, with 13,438 able to get there. Yes. Um, just kind of give us your... just. As Pep said, I think at the press conference today, you know, kind of what nice pressure, because if it wasn't, you know, if we weren't playing in this, we'd be out of all the cup competitions. And what, what an amazing time, as I say, most weeks now to be a City fan uh, and to be enjoying these four fixtures coming up. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? We had 35 years with just one Zenith Data Systems Cup Finals to look forward to, and we've got four in a week coming up. So, yeah, we've got to embrace it. It's I'm scared. I'm nervous. I'm excited. It's like it's like a kid on the 24th of December, isn't it? Not knowing if you're going to get Christmas or COVID the following day. It could go either way, but I've I'm looking forward to it. I think I think we're set up well. I think we've come back into form, and they're going to be cracking games, aren't they? Win or lose, obviously I hope we win, but you couldn't ask for more from a set of fixtures. I think it'll be a real tactical battle in the Champions League, but. Let's just love it. Let's get behind the boys and let's go for it. And, and that's exactly how I feel. I, I agree with you completely. You know, we, and if we don't win it, we don't win it. The, you know, the, the best team generally in the in the Premier League wins the Premier League. Champions League is obviously different. We know that knockout tournament and the rest of it. But you know, if Liverpool beat us and go on to win it, you've got to say, well done, Liverpool. Congratulations. You probably deserved it over a season. But what a fantastic opportunity to sit and watch these four games. Uh, Spencer, how excited are you? Super excited. Got my tickets ready this time, Nigel. I'll be there at the, at the, at the two Liverpool uh, fixtures. I must say, the FA Cup, uh, in a way, the romance of the Cup has come back, for me anyway, this year. I mean, you think back to this, um, the era that we're in now, the last 10 years, and it was really the FA Cup, for me anyway, the, the semi-final against Man United, I think, in 2011, that, that really started to open open the doors and, and the, the, the sort of euphoria of the FA Cup victory. And then we sort of won the first league the following season. So the FA Cup now, it's, it's at our door. It, it, wonder of wonders, it's against Liverpool, our, our, our big rivals of recent years. Uh, and uh, it'll be a fantastic victory if we get through. It won't be easy to win the FA Cup because we'll be through to Chelsea or Palace, although that's another conversation. But feeling feeling confident and feeling feeling the the um, you know the romance of the cup uh, for that tie, and then of course the the the, the six six pointer um, uh, this this Sunday. Uh, a game we cannot lose. Uh, we could draw it. Um, we want to win it. I don't think either team actually will be going out for the draw. Uh, I do feel there'll be a result in that game. Uh, very excited uh, for the whole for the whole uh, you know the next four or five games. And Lisa, you and I go back, as I said, a little bit further than than the other two guys in terms of our city history. Um, has there been a time like this in, in in our history, looking back on this, the consistency of so many Champions League kind of latter stages, the trips to Wembley, playing at the top of the Premier Premier League trophies or championships as they were in our day? I mean, it is it is very special, isn't it, at the moment? It is, and I was talking about it today with someone uh, when the day that we were playing Middlesbrough. Uh, last game of the season, we had to win it to uh, qualify for the Europa League. And that was the highlight of our, uh, our, year, our century, if you like. And Robbie Fowler missed a penalty. We didn't qualify. Now, if we don't qualify for the Champions League or even win it now, there's something wrong. So, again, it shows how evolution and the owners have put 
uh, uh, great amounts of pressure on us to support them. And it, you, you, you look at City fans now, and they and they criticise. Why didn't we win the Champions League? Why haven't we won the Premier League? Why? Hang on a minute. When you and I were kids, we were lucky to even be in the league. We remember the Division Two. And to go back to your question about um, what, what what do I miss? I miss coming down to Wembley, going to see some friends down there who are lovely and having a nice meal after at the Indian restaurant after a good City win at Wembley. I can't <laughs> imagine who you're talking. I can't imagine who you're talking about, Lisa. No, I can't either. <laughs> but they they were great days, uh, uh, and I'm looking forward to them uh, again. I just want one sat. You're talking about records before. Do you know Liverpool haven't won at the Etihad for the last five occasions in the league? So that's, yeah, so another that's record. These, these, these records, I just admit, this is this is this is another record, Lisa. Thank you so much for sharing that with us because we were a bit short of records up until that point. Spencer, and uh, did you hear that record just then that Lisa gave us? I did, and I reckon that Bernardo has the record for the running the most kilometres against Liverpool last season because didn't he run about fifteen k or something stupid that everybody else was mucking about? So. Yeah. Was that holding a coffee cup or was he not holding a coffee cup at the time? I can't remember. Probably juggling it on his left foot. Yeah. Tony, let's let's take these one at a time. Let, let, let's talk about the, the big game, of course, uh, the, 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 uh, the Champions League. Um, do you know much about Atletico? We know a little bit about the manager and, and Pep, interestingly, was kind of probed a bit in terms of uh, his personality and how they might sort of come up against each other. Your, your thoughts about Atletico and the sort of tactics potentially they might employ against City at the Etihad on Tuesday night? Well, I'm sure they'll do exactly what they did in the, at the Swamp and just delay to the nth degree, try and take time out of the game. They'll be niggly. There won't be, certainly from them, I suspect, much by way of flowing football. They'll try and disrupt our rhythm. And it's up to us to to rise above that. If we can get an early goal again, great. But we have to be professional. We have to be disciplined. And we just have to make sure we don't fall for any of their tricks and nonsense because there will be plenty of it, I'm sure. But you have to respect them. They're, what, third in La Liga? They're, I think they've had five consecutive league wins there. They're in good form. And I suspect they feel they've got probably little to lose. So it will be a tactical battle. I think we'll be battling two rows of defenders throughout the whole match. Um but I'm I'm confident. I think I think we've got the experience, the mindset, and the players to to do a job tomorrow night. And it's probably important, isn't it, uh, Spencer, to a give us a bit of momentum to keep the positivity around the club to go into that second leg, obviously with a win. Um, your thoughts in terms of how Pep might set us up, sort of both tactically and in terms of team selection. Have you had much thought about? There's obviously. <laughs> Questions about Grealish and, and Sterling and Maris with, with sort of an embarrassment of riches, of course. How, how do you think he might set us up? Well, I, I must say there was, a, there was a lovely quotation from Pep where he admitted that he overthinks in the Champions League. Uh, and I thought, oh, blimey, there's a bit of sort of uh, coming together, you know, and that's a bit of an admission. But he said, no, every game is different. And of course it is. And he... Um, you know the Liverpool setup will be different to the to the Atletico setup, etc. And he was reveling in the fact that he overthinks. So I think in the context of this game, uh, I definitely think we'll be um, a team that will harrow. I think Foden will be in there. I think Bernardo will be in there. Uh, I hope Sterling will be in there. I think Grealish might be in there, although that might be too many. Um, but I think he'll be. It'll be a, a team that really. Um, 
you, you know, presses and is relentless and it will circle round, circle back. And I think, I think um, ultimately will prevail. I mean, Atletico have not got their shooting boots on. Uh, you know, Griezmann has come back into a little bit of form, um, but I was picking up that they'd scored nine goals, I think, in their eight Champions League games so far. Uh, we've obviously scored a hatful against some and we've scored 23 in, in eight. So I, I think we'll have more than enough guile and firepower to, you know, hopefully take, you know, at least a 2-0 a lead or a, a two-goal advantage to the second leg. Um, and um, Walker and Diaz are out, of course, a little bit of reorganising there. But uh, I think I think we'll we'll have too much for them. I, I do think that. Uh, two, two issues, Lizo, for you. One is the point that's already made. I, I read it that, that Pep was taking the piss really out of the journalists, I think, in terms of his overthinking comment. I, I'm sure that was just a bit of a dig at them from him. I don't think we should take that too seriously. And, of course, even when he was probed, he I, that's just my view. I may well be wrong, but that's how I read it. And and then, secondly, your, your thoughts in terms of the lineup. Obviously, it's already been mentioned we'll need to rejig the defence, but we've got, you know, Ake is certainly... Um, I think done a great job in the last couple of games when he's been there. Uh, we've also got cover at fullback as well, so we sh- it shouldn't be too much trouble. For me, it's more about how maybe we line up up top and uh, how we kind of counteract this sort of two, two banks of defenders that Tony quite rightly, I'm sure, has predicted. So, so on those two points, uh, Pep's attitude and uh, or his comments about overthinking and how we might line up against Atletico. Well, whether he's being sarcastic to the press or not is irrelevant because I, I think great, great bring on the overthinking. He's, he's brought us so many trophies and so many points and, and so many records. Then keep on overthinking, Pep. Um, the, the, the obvious uh, one, the disappointment was the Champions League what, last year, the final. But but again, you know, uh, we've moved on from that. We're in the semi-final again. Um, Let's see see what he does. Um, so, yeah, I think it's just a bit of a, a tongue-in-cheek with him with the overthinking. He has his plan. He never veers from it. And it works. So, why not? With regard to the team, uh, obviously, Walker out with suspension. Um, I do think, tactically, um, they'll come. I do think we have the power up front to, to get them. But um, I think the way we play, we'll hold the ball, we'll keep the ball, we'll play it, and we will... Our only problem is if we do shots on target, they have to go in. We can't waste our chances like we have been. Um, you know, we, I think we have 13, 14 chances against Burnley. We've got to get them in. Gabriel Jesus has to score a few plays um, because they will be tougher points. And if I remember another stat for you, uh, the. Uh, another record. Hold on. Hold on. Another, another is this another record? It's oh. another stat. I don't have a record. Don't no, make it a record. Re, re, reframe it into a record, Lisa. I don't want that. We need, before you come back, I'll tell you what, I'm going to go to someone else and you have to reframe it as a record. Just a fact, okay? So I'm going to okay. go back to, I'm going to go back to Tony. You've got a couple of minutes because Tony doesn't take long. He's All very right. succinct. So we'll, we'll be back to you for that record, please. It's okay. very important. Um, let's, uh, listen, let's look forward to uh, the Premier League. Um, uh, and we've got the most exciting fixture, Liverpool coming to the Etihad. First of all, just very quickly, your thoughts on the bus. I've seen some rather disagreeable comments on social media 
because of what they did to our bus, you know, we should do the same. It was clear what my view is, you know, we, we should do it in the stadium, make the stadium bounce, just make it a fortress and, and just show them on the pitch. I think we should almost ignore their bus and kind of do that. The, they're just hooligans and, and that's not something I would condone or recommend. And I guess we'd all agree with that. But that aside, Tony, unless you have a comment on maybe you're already queuing with your with your bottles uh, already, but I hope, certainly hope not. Um, your thoughts on that um, and just... We've already talked about how excited we are. How you think that's going to play out? What, what, what an exciting prospect. Two of the best teams in the world coming together in a game that neither, neither can afford to lose. Yes, and two of the best teams I think the Premier League's ever seen. It's, it's rather ironic. I think without either one of those clubs would just be walking away with the league. But I think we've both elevated each other over the past few seasons. Look, let's be fair. They're a fantastic club. They've got some wonderful players. They've just got some fairly contemptible fans. And, you know, not all of them, maybe, what, 97 or 8%, I think, to be fair. But, yeah, no, let's do it on the pitch. That's where it really counts. It will be... I think it will be a great game. And to be fair to Liverpool, they're not going to come and park the bus. That's not their style. Plus, they need the win, to be honest, far more than we do. Um, and I don't think it's Pep style. If we had, you know, God forbid we had Jose Mourinho in, in charge, I think we would be playing for the draw. But both teams will go for it. I bet it'll be nil-nil having said all of that. And it <laughs> should be a fantastic game of football. It should be. Um, and I think it's actually, they've won one in 10 that the Etihad. It's, it's, it's a pretty poor record they've got at our place. But um, Well done, Tony. You've got the R word stand? in. I'm very impressed with you. No, it's a record. No, it's, no, it's a record. It's a poor record. You said it. it I'm going to move on. I'm going to leave it there while you're on okay. top. No, 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 it's not a stat. No, 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 don't do stats. <laughs> um, Spencer, Spencer, um, again, what, how, do you, how do you see... The, Lisa, I think Lisa's getting ready. He's taking a while. I can see him sweat. I can see him sweating on my screen here, ready for this next, uh, when I come to him next time. Spencer, your thoughts ahead of the Liverpool game? Well, I think it'll be a record crowd. Um, I think there won't be any spare seats whatsoever. And the atmosphere, actually, and what the crowd can bring to the game is really important. And, and the recent home games against Liverpool, last two, three years, they've been absolutely bouncing. And I do think that that will make a difference. Uh, and as Tony said, you know, Liverpool's record at the Etihad is actually poor in the last uh, quite a number of years. Um, so, I, I, you know, I don't see Liverpool as a team that are going to be intimidated by anybody, but I think we need to maximise our chances uh, and that both the build-up and actually during the game, I think we need to put our, put our lungs behind our team and, uh, and roar them to victory. Uh, at least uh, your record first uh, uh, and then and then if not just move move on to uh, your thoughts about Liverpool or what what does City need to do to, to get over the line here against Liverpool who are as we said and quite rightly a great a great team yeah they are a great team with three centre forwards when we don't have one so that just highlights how good a team we've been this season bearing in mind everybody said we, we've needed a centre forward um, I think they'll be I think they'll be up for it. I think it will be a tough game. Um, and if they play the counter-attack football, they've got very three very good forwards that can do that. Two all at uh, Anfield is a good result for us. Uh, Mo Salah is probably still the the uh, player of the game. Um, but I, I still think we can do it. I still think we can do it, to be honest with you. Um, and, and if we don't do it, Lizo, is that... Obviously, it's advantage Liverpool. Do you think that will be such a major blow that that then will be really difficult to come back from that because of the momentum Liverpool got? Or would you say there's still plenty? What, and there'll be still be another seven games to go, I think, something yeah. like that yeah. after that? 
yeah, I still think there's a couple of bananas because they've got Tottenham to play. They've got, obviously, the Swamp to play. Um, but, you know, and hopefully they could do us a favour there. Uh, we, on paper, have the, the easier, supposedly, running with Brighton, Watford, uh, Leeds then, and Newcastle, and then Aston Villa. So, uh, you know, we've still got a, um, uh, an easier running, so-called. But the, the season's not over, and we know that until the very last second of the season. Obviously, the Aguero goal, 93.2 seconds. That proves everything. Goal difference could, could play a part into it. So I agree with Tony. We still need to, to bang in a few more goals. But I think, yeah, there's still a lot more to do for the season to win it. But I do agree, the two best teams in the country, and maybe even Europe at the moment, are Liverpool and Man City. Spencer, your thoughts about this kind of we've got to win it. Do you feel that? Do you feel the same? Or do you actually feel actually, if even if we lose it, there's still, we can still come back? Or is that, is that it? I, I think we can come back, can't we? But I mean, we're all remembering the 18-19 closeout when, when both teams won. Can't remember how many on the trot and that sort of nail-biting, incredible finish. I think City um, won 14, didn't they? I think on the trot, something like that. 14. 14. Yeah, 14. I mean, it was just incredible. Uh, I don't know if my, if my ticker can sort of take, take too much more of this. Uh, but uh, you wouldn't bet on Liverpool losing too many points. I know they've got some big, big games and our running is is better, but um, I don't think it means actually that much. I think it's a question of holding your nerve. And one thing is, you know, our boys will not lack for application temperament. They certainly won't bottle it. Uh, you know, they might make some some footballing mistakes and we may concede goals, we may lose, lose games, but we, I don't think we'll be playing other than, at, you know, at a, at a good level for the rest of the season. So I'm, 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 um, I'm, I'm remain confident. I think Liverpool, uh, have not shown uh, impeccable form at all. They struggled, I think, in their last game. They weren't great against West Ham, but somehow they've got the result each time. And yes, that is the hallmark of, uh, of a successful team. But I think we've got enough in the draw from where we are. As, uh, we don't want to lose this game, of course we don't. But even if we did, um, I, I, I still I don't think we'll lose too many more points before the end of the season, if any. Uh, and then it's in the lap of the gods. But uh, will it run to the last game? Probably yes. It'll all be in the last moments and we hope for the split screen and they're cheering and then sobbing and we're sobbing and then cheering. Something like that, but let's just win the damn thing. More records to be broken, I'm sure, by between now and the end of the season. Tony, is home advantage really important? Think that could be a defining factor in this game? I certainly hope so, yes, absolutely. I think we'd all be a lot more nervous if we were playing at Anfield. Um, we've got home advantage, we're a point in front, and I share the view, God forbid we lose. Okay, we're two points behind, but we're only one Stevie G slip from uh, regaining the initiative. So it certainly wouldn't be all over. And as I say, I think most of us, if, if, if we're offered a draw, would we take it? Yeah, probably. We move on. And as you say, we've got the slightly easier running. So, yeah, I'd love to say I'm, I, I think I'll enjoy it. I'll probably hate every minute of it unless we're about 5-0 up with three minutes to go. But it it's... It's why we're in it. You know, if we can't enjoy this, then we might as well give up, to be honest. So the FA Cup, finally, then. Um, I might ask you a view about the World Cup draw in a second before we disappear. But let's just do the, uh, let's do the FA Cup first and another trip to Wembley, another semi-final. Um, it really, and of course, it's Liverpool. <laughs> so, Tony, kick us off on, on this one. I know it's kind of, will the result on Tuesday, what sort of bearing will that, sorry, the, 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 res, 
the result on Sunday. What bearing will that have on the semi-final the following Saturday? Anything at all, or is this, or not? Who knows? I, I don't know with these things. Yes, look, you want to win, don't you, and put down a marker, but it will be undoubtedly a, a slightly changed team for the FA Cup semi-final. Look, there are two unbelievably good teams here, both of whom are capable of taking apart any other team on their day. So I, I, I wouldn't like to predict either of these games. You know where my heart is. Um, but yeah, another trip to Wembley. Here we go again, boys. Isn't it fantastic? And Spencer, the, the, this issue of, yeah, obviously the result, who knows, also the result against Atletico as well, because of course we then go, we we go there, The we, we will have just come back from there as well on the Wednesday. So the, there's so much at play here, isn't there? There's so much going on just within those four games. We could be in a Champions League semi-final, we could have just been knocked out, uh, we could have won easily against Liverpool and go in full of confidence, you know, anything could happen. So I know it's kind of a little bit... Uh, suck your finger and see but uh your thoughts of this of the fa cup and how important that is to pep might he sacrifice that if he thinks the league is more important or the champions league or do you feel he's just he wants well, to win a bit yeah, of silverware he can i don't feel he's going to be playing a tactically weaker team in the first three games and saving it all for the fa cup if we, none of us of course think that um but you know are we going to win one, two or three things this season? I mean, this is the, uh, the sort of the cliche conversation that's going on. Uh, momentum is important. Um, having said all of those things, if we come through positively in the league game and we come through well against Atletico and then on that Sunday, we've got yet another game. You know, have we got a fit squad? Have we had injuries in the meantime? Uh, are we in flow? We're absolutely capable of getting positive results out of all four of them. Um, but uh, football's a strange game, isn't it? And it wouldn't, to be honest with you, we couldn't even be surprised if we do fantastically well in the third and the fourth doesn't go to plan. Cup games are cup games. They they, they often switch on moments of brilliance and individuality. So um, we're City, we've got blue hearts and we are going to be cheering our team to the end. And, and Lisa, your thoughts ahead of that FA Cup semi-final, having played those three games just previous to that, one of them against Liverpool. I mean, any clues in terms of what it might look like or we've just got to wait to see how those three games pan out? I think it's, it's, it's going to wait. And again, it'll be something where if we lose the game on Sunday, that'll motivate the players to go and beat them in that semi-final. That'll be an additional motivation to say, this is who we are. Um, but again... Pep wants to win everything, so he will go out to win everything. And he's also uh, stated that between the 9th of March and the end of the season, it's the worst period of time for uh, for, for the team because that's when the most competitive and the most um, uh, when you've got to win all well, all games in all competitions. So it's going to be um, it's going to be exciting, uh, you know. And we're just going to trust Pep. He, he's he's not let us down yet, so let's see what we do. And it'd be great to have another FA Cup and another uh, champion or a Champions League and a and a Premier League. It'd be great, another treble. Well, I'm going to ask that question. The last few weeks, I've been doing this to my guests. I'm going to do it again. Um, you you are only allowed to say a number as your next answer. Are we going to win zero, one? two or three trophies this season. I may well have asked one of you this or previously on a previous show, but uh, I can see you nodding, Lisa, so I'm going to come to you last. So, t- t- Tony, naught, one, two or three, my friend. What's it going to be? Ed says 
one, and I think we should say that would still count as success. Just the one. Wow. Spencer Debston, naught, one, two, three, please. I'll say two, but I'll say Champions League above all else. Lisa, remind us what you said. You, you don't remember? I said four because I wanted to include, <laughs> I said I wanted to include, uh, include the Charity Shield in that as well. <laughs> Indeed. Um, yeah. Before we go, I'm just interested to know uh, your thoughts on the World Cup draw. Just to remind our seven listeners that uh, USA, Iran, and then one of Scotland, Wales, or Ukraine is who England will face. Uh, so if you're li- listening in Scotland or Wales or Ireland or Northern Ireland, you see, um, I've covered most options there, you see, because it includes Scotland and Wales in this. Um, see what I did there. So um, your your thoughts, um, my, my view is very clear. I couldn't give a shit. Um, club before country, big time. Get to a semi-final, I might watch it, but up until then, I'm not that bothered, really. Bring on City. Lizo, your, your thoughts. Are you are you a, an England fan? I like watching England, but at the end of the day, it's in November, for God's sake. Come on. Uh, in the middle of a season, a Premier League season, not the best time to hold a World Cup. Um, Scotland, great if they get there, but knowing the Scottish fans, they won't turn up because you can't drink in Qatar, so they won't, uh, won't mind going to Qatar at all. Uh, they'll be lucky if they can get half a team to go. Um, you know, it, it's... Good luck to England, that's all I'm going to say. Spencer Debson, your thoughts on the World Cup and England's chances? Uh, England's chances, um, good, I think. Um, Interest factor, very low. Um, Mildly interested to see Zach Stephanie in goal for the US, I guess. Uh, The rest is the rest. Uh, I do think that Alcott will find a way of serving alcohol, though. Uh, (laughs) I'm I'm not sure if I'd be attracted to go, but uh, yeah, mild interest. Mild interest, Tony Dugrosh, or anything more than that from you? I hate international breaks at the best of times, and this is a big fat one in the middle of the football season. So, yeah, I'm I'm somewhat with you, Nigel. Yes, of course, I'll cheer England, but I can't get too excited about England versus Iran, to be honest. It's not not one of those mouth-watering ties. But, yeah, we'll all keep an eye out for whichever I think, players are there. Yeah. It's all over in time for Hanukkah, isn't it? <laughs> Fantastic. We look forward to that and Christmas too. Um, that's where we started, I think. Um, and also, just a, a word of uh, uh, to, to explain to people, you would have heard the expression, the carpenters on this show. If you're not sure who they are, what they are, just ask your granddad. Um, so huge thanks to my three guests, to Ian Lees, to Spencer Debson and to Tony Newgrosh. This is Nigel Rothland saying thanks for listening and we'll talk to you all very soon. If you'd like to advertise on or sponsor this show, contact us at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.